this Saturday. Let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else, believe because of the works themselves. Amen. Amen, I say to you. Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. On this Saturday, we come to the end of the fourth week of Easter season. I hope you are enjoying listening to the Word of God, especially to St. John's Gospel, which is a delight. We'll continue sharing in the near future. I was once told, Father, I'm becoming addicted to the Word of God. I know it sounds harsh, but it's exactly what I was told. Obviously, it's a way of expressing something deeper. Words aren't enough when what we have to say is very profound. However, how wonderful it would be if we could really feel that compelling desire to listen to the Word of God every single day. The words that God wants to bring to us, to our hearts, would be something like a positive addiction, a good habit that wouldn't do us any harm. Frankly, we must take delight in listening to the Word of God. God wants His Word to be our genuine and burning desire. Let's go ahead together. Let's continue on this marvelous journey of going deeper into the most fundamental message we can receive. Nevertheless, we live in a world that often makes fun of our excessive love of God. We can easily be labeled fanatics for devoting too much time to Him. We can be fanatics about anything on this earth, and no one will be scandalized. Now. If we are God's fans, or Jesus' fans, we're prone to exaggeration. It's as if we were so highly enthusiastic about them that we can't think for ourselves. Obviously, Jesus doesn't want fanatics. God the Father doesn't want pets or slaves. He wants children, true children whose unique and wonderful obsession is to fall in love with Him. I love this prayer of a Jesuit priest which I've recently reread after a long time. Nothing is more practical than finding God, that is, than falling in love in a quite absolute, final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what will get you out of bed in the morning, what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, whom you know, what breaks your heart, and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. 
Well, a beautiful and wise way to fall in love with someone is to be by their side and to listen to them. That's the proposal. Glimpses of the Gospel opens up the opportunity to pray fervently. Jesus tells us, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do. So, let us pray that we can believe, that we can fall in love with Jesus, that we can trust and have faith, that we can believe Him. We can live a different life. It's possible to believe that to know Jesus is to know God the Father. We don't need any proof. We are not like Philip. We need nothing but Jesus Himself. Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing His works. Our Father in heaven, the one we all long for within ourselves, the one that everyone yearns for, even if they don't realize it, is the one who manifested Himself in Jesus, in everything that Jesus did and said. That is why listening to Jesus is listening to our Heavenly Father so we should not expect anything else. Simple faith needs or expects nothing more than the words of the Son, of Jesus, because it is rooted in the absolute certainty that won't ever vanish. It's understandable on Philip's or the disciples' part, we often need visible manifestations, so to speak. However, as we grow in faith, we are actually perfectly content with less proof, which in essence is more. The one who requires more proof than what Jesus himself offers will be eternally unsatisfied, like a spoiled child who isn't happy with what he has and because he continues asking for more, he ends up missing out on what he already has. On the contrary, he who knows that Jesus is everything, that his word is everything, that the Eucharist is everything, that forgiveness is everything, possesses everything because he doesn't seek what he cannot reach. He accepts what Jesus wants to give him, and although he may at times wish for more, which makes sense, he rejoices in God's timing, in his pedagogy and difference. May Mary help us to fall more and more in love each day with what is really worthwhile, with Jesus and with his works, with his words, with his heart, and through him with the Father. Fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. This is what Mary wishes for us, today and always. Mary's joy is that, through her, we constantly discover Jesus' love. And Jesus' joy is that, through his love, we constantly discover that of the Father's. Let us pray for this in Jesus' name, and he will grant it to us. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts, and remain forever.